I am in Starbucks right now. I have been doing this ritual lately where I go to this certain Starbucks. It's close to where I drop my kids off for their parents' day out program. And I just sit and drink coffee and I make art. And it has been amazing. It has been very restorative and also it's working me toward my goal of becoming an art workshop teacher. But what I want to tell you guys about today is something that happened to me last week. I was in here painting and a man came up to me and he was complimenting the art I was making. And he said something that I found very interesting. He said, I, I would love to make art. And I said, you know, are you saying that you want to start? And he kind of made a comment like, I, I can't, I don't have that talent. You have that talent and I don't. This brings me to what I want to get into today, which is that I do not believe that there are artists and non-artists. I think this is something that maybe we've grown up thinking, but I don't actually believe that. And let me tell you why I don't believe that. So first I have to establish what I mean by artists. So I want you to understand that I'm talking about making realistic art. So not abstract, um, but actually doing representational realistic art. And I think the main thing that intimidates people about making that kind of art is the accuracy that you need. When you, let's say you're trying to draw a portrait of your, your child. If you do not record that portrait accurately, it's, it's quite obvious. And it makes you feel like, like there's something wrong with you or you just can't and you're tempted to just stop. But let me just present something to you. Think of the first time you took a lesson. Let's say you went to karate, you went to a piano lesson, you went to a football practice when you were when you were small. Think about the way you felt that first day. Take yourself back. Did you already know how to play a sonata the first time you sat down to a piano? I mean, you may you may laugh when you hear me say that, but expecting yourself to play a sonata the first time you sit down to a piano is is similar to expecting yourself to be able to draw a portrait when you are just now learning how to draw. So the first point I really want to make is that uh, the skill of making realistic art is learned. I, I will admit that there is some there is some just raw talent that that certain people have other people have less raw talent but that's that's the same as when you know, maybe your friend is more musically inclined than you, but that does not mean that you cannot both excel at the piano. So I, ha- I do have to admit, you know, we all, we all have our genetic strengths, but the point I'm making is that art is something that can be learned. So now I want to 
continue with a question, which is why do we think that we should be able to sit down and draw a portrait the first time we ever try? Why do we think, hey, if I can't do this right at this moment, then you know what, I'll never be able to do it. I recently started working through Betty Edwards' book called Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain. And um, I'll talk more about that later, but right now I just want to talk about one thing that is presented in the beginning of the book, which is that in American culture, in our education system, we do not develop the ability to communicate visually. We all learn how to read and write, and that is the foundation of all of our further learning. And art, as we call it, is relegated to, it's, it's called an extracurricular activity, meaning it's not actually part of the curriculum, it's just something that's added in to make us more well-rounded. But communicating visually is something that could be a lot more, it could have, it could be a bigger part of our culture than what it is. And I won't go too much into that, but... The main point I want to make with this is that our whole education is geared to prepare us to communicate verbally. And what we lack when we graduate from high school at the age of 18, we lack a fundamental skill set of communicating non-verbally, communicating visually. And this sets us up for failure when it comes to trying to make art because we feel like a child when we are not able to even make a rudimentary drawing. You know, when we, when we write, we write with the fluency of an adult. When we read, we read with the literacy of an adult. Granted that we've been privileged to grow up with a strong education. But when we draw, we draw like how we drew when we were 8 to 10 years old. And this makes us feel like we're, something's wrong with us and that, that we will never be able to improve. But the truth of the matter is that we can improve. Just because we were not trained in those early years does not mean that we cannot be trained at whatever stage of life we're in. I mentioned the book drawing on the right side of the brain earlier and let me just go ahead and make a plug for that book because I'm about three quarters of the way through it and it has already made so many dramatic changes in the way I consider drawing and the way I in the way I actually draw I have learned so much from that book I actually let me finish the story that I started in the beginning which is that you know that man came up to me and he was he was saying you have a gift I don't have it and I looked him in the eye and I said, you can make art. You can, and what I meant was, you can make that kind of art that you've always dreamed of making. And then I, I recommended that book to him. I said, you need to order this book, Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain, because it really has helped me. It has helped me have more confidence in the ability to build drawing skills. And I, I'm kind of saying drawing because drawing is the underlying skill of other realistic other mediums that help you make realistic art so if you're able to draw then you're able to watercolor you're able to do oil painting etc so that's why I'm saying you know drawing but anyways I I told him that and I recommended the book and then you know we parted ways but but yeah, I really have had such a good experience with that book. But let me go on to just, to just add one more thing.
No matter what your genetic strength, no matter what you perceive to be your, you know, how much genetic strength you think you have when it comes to art, I can guarantee you that you, number one, you can improve when it comes to art. And also, I really believe that if you are interested in art, I think it's something that you, I I think you have the ability inside you. I think because making art, when other people make art, that resonates with you and you have the desire. I think there's something to that. I think if you have the desire, I really do believe that you can use the tools that are out there to get yourself where you want to be. So let me just ask you this question. Do you have an idea or belief that is limiting you from picking up that pencil or brush and paint set? If so, let me present an idea to you. What if you approach the medium you're considering, be it pencil, watercolor, graphic art, whatever. What if you approach that medium as a beginner? Pretend that you are walking into your first piano lesson and give yourself all of that freedom, all of that permission to just be a beginner. And also, you know, there is an aspect of just the consistency and the stubbornness that it takes to work toward getting good at something. In my recent journey, I recently in the past three years have gotten really serious about, you know, improving my art technique and there's kind of two there's two sides to it one has been the educational so i honestly have just used books and youtube videos and also i've been going to an in-person class so there's the input i would say and then also there's the practice side so for about two years i was really mostly just doing the input i was practicing by doing the each assignment from my class, but I really didn't start actually putting out my own work until I had my second baby and I I could not go to my class anymore. And I just started squeezing in some time to make little tiny little pieces of art. And it was really nice to start just creating things for myself. And I could see how all of that, all of those lessons had really helped me. So there was the, there's both sides. There are, you know, the lessons that you watch on YouTube, the classes that you go to, but then there's also just practicing, just getting, getting into that medium and just using it and, and learning by doing. There's so much learning by doing that happens when you're making art. So just to wrap up, it is my belief that all of us have the ability to improve our artistic skills and it is extremely rewarding when you are able to hone all of that raw talent, no matter what level you were born with, whatever you have, you're able to hone it and improve. And that is such a rewarding thing. So right now, I'm going to ask you to do one thing for me. I'm almost done, but go ahead. And in a minute, I'm going to ask you to hit pause. But for now, I want you to, when you hit pause, you're going to say I, and then you're going to say your name. Can say I, so-and-so, am an artist. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's going to help you. And, you know, couldn't hurt. So go ahead and try it. Go ahead, hit pause, try it. So how did that feel? 
It felt good, huh? It feels good to let yourself know that you are an artist. There's nothing stopping you from going out and creating some awesome art. You are an artist, and thank you so, so much for giving me your time. I know we all, what, all we have is time, and it's uh, our time is so precious to us. So thank you for giving me your time and listening, and I hope to speak with you again sometime very soon.